This hour of Spears and Ali on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Tucson Federal Credit Union and the Volpe team at Nova Home Loans. Now back to Spears and Ali on 1490 AM, 94.9 HD Channel 4 ESPN Tucson. I can't believe I'm saying this, but buenos dias, Tucson. Buenos dias, Ali. Welcome to Spears and Ali in the morning. Yeah. We're, we're taking our talents from weekday afternoons to the mornings here on ESPN Tucson. 1490 AM, 94.9 HD, Channel 4. Buenos freaking dias to you, my friend. Yeah, I see your uh, your Spanish enunciation has not gotten any better in the morning from the afternoon, so at least you're consistent. Buenos and, dias. Yeah, popping tacos. How are you doing, buddy? Man, good morning. Good How morning are you doing? You. See, the, the, the cool thing about us moving from the afternoons to the morning is that we get deep voice Ollie. We get Ali bringing out his best Barry White voice. Well, you know, all you got to do is uh, have me uh, at the Collegar Classic all week. Uh, with yeah. my conquistador brothers working there and then um show up on monday morning five o'clock in the morning and you get uh ali vandros <laughs> it sounds so silky smooth my you man. got you got you, you got, got what i need <laughs> <laughs> spears and ali weekday mornings now from 7 to 9 a.m here on espn tucson we are tucson's only local morning sports talk show and we take great pride in that so tucson get ready it's a new era we're going to bring you Tons of great content, tons of great interviews. And right off the bat today, we're making a splash. Top of 8 o'clock hour, we got Arizona basketball coach Tommy Lloyd joining the show. That's courtesy of Mr. Ali Farhang. Yeah, really looking forward to it. But uh, there seems to be uh, a little kerfuffle happening between Mr. Spears and, and Coach Lloyd that we need to address. Um, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to side with Coach Lloyd on this. You would get your ass whooped by him. <laughs> pickleball and a lot of other things. So Tommy yeah. Lloyd was on SportsCenter not long ago, and he was interviewed by Neil Everett, and his pickle game got brought up, and my tweet was displayed on ESPN. How do you do that, man? Like, TNT and ESPN just love themselves some Justin Spears tweets. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You've got a, you've got some sort of algorithm, don't you? I get, yeah, you do. It, it, it certainely helps being verified, I yeah. will say this. But, uh, yeah, Tommy Lloyd uh, went on SportsCenter and talked about his uh, pickleball game. We actually have the clip right now. Here's Tommy Lloyd on SportsCenter talking about his pickleball game and, of course, whooping my ass. This quote here. Breakdown, Tommy Lloyd, the pickleball player. Um, a work in progress. You know, uh, you know, w- when I play with some of my buddies, uh, who's it? I asked Tommy Lloyd, and he told me the ass whoopings are free. Well, yeah, I think Justin Spears, I'd be pretty confident I could give him a free... <laughs> A free ass whooping, but you know, <laughs> just taking that out of context, Tommy Lloyd saying Justin Spears, I feel pretty confident I can give him a free ass whooping. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing soundbite out of context, but uh, I I do agree because Tommy Lloyd is a very passionate pickleball player. I have never once played pickleball in my life, so I'll give him that. But he don't want to see me on the golf course. That's of course because Tommy Lloyd doesn't play golf. It so. would be a funny uh, video promo for sure, just watching you sweat your butt off, just him just. Kicking your butt. Just whooping my ass. But, uh, you know, I'm going to give uh, Coach Lloyd a lot of credit because he's being humble. I know a lot of the buddies that play pickleball with him, and uh, they tell me that he is he's pretty not, – not just good. He's pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, so a lot of humility from our head basketball coach. Not only that, we've got uh, two guys that are friends of the show that have been on before in the afternoon um, and uh, huge Arizona fans in their own right. we got Paul Diaz coming on. Uh, Paul Diaz, a uh, – 
not just uh, uh, one of the most prominent business owners in all of Southern Arizona, but one of the greatest philanthropists. And you can say the same thing for our first guest coming up at 725 is Paul Volpe from Nova Home Loans. Yeah. Man, Volpe, Volpe's my brother from another mother because he loves the Steelers and he loves Arizona basketball. And that's one and two for me, too. <laughs> well, I'm very excited to have Paul Diaz come on the show at 740 because last time we had him on the show, he was getting ready for his uh, charity event, the, the Kicks for Kigs. Yeah. And so – Talk to him about that, working with the Arizona basketball team, having the Wildcats get out into the community. Um, I think it's going to be a great conversation with Paul coming up at, at 740. And then Paul Volpe, you know this is his favorite time of the year, March Madness. Oh, He's yeah. going to be traveling with the Arizona Wildcats. So we'll talk to him about March Madness and all that as well. Make sure you ask Diaz about his uh, prowess as a half-court shooter. Oh, we'll do. I heard. We'll uh, do. I heard things. We'll do. Yeah. Uh, we'll also get into uh, what's going on around the NBA, uh, the Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks, game last night got pretty spicy and then uh john morant and his situation being removed from the memphis grizzlies for the time being after going on instagram live with a gun at a denver club so john morant uh not, obviously not in the 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 right headlines but uh we, we still got to address it and talk about what's next for him and then uh b john robinson impressing Stug. at the Stug. nfl draft combine in Indianapolis this weekend. We're going to talk about it all for the next couple of hours. It's just exciting, man. We're in the mornings now, Ali. You happy to be here? I'm just very excited. As a matter of fact, Steve Ballmer, the Los Angeles Clippers owner, what he said at the Paul George Kawhi Leonard introductory press conference just pretty much summarizes how I feel. I have these notes, but I got to say I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. That's how I feel, man. I'm just so excited to be here today. Spears and Ali in the mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN Tucson, the old Pueblo's only local sports talk show, man. It's the best. All right, and without further ado, let's dive right into top three headlines heading into today. One. One. Ali, Arizona basketball couldn't get it done against UCLA to end the regular season. Uh, but, hey, Arizona goes into the Pac-12 tournament. Still with the number two seed in the Pac-12. Uh, they have 25 wins for the second season in a row. Um, Tommy Lloyd still at 58 wins, tied for uh, with tied with Bill Guthridge at North Carolina for most wins over the first two seasons. So Tommy Lloyd, Arizona, everything is pretty good so far. But, man, losing to UCLA, what did you take away from that game? Because, man, th that was a tough bout. And remember, Arizona beat UCLA the previous three times. UCLA, obviously, they're still trying to secure a number one seed. Pac-12 Player of the Year race was pretty much on the line as well. So there was still a lot to play for. UCLA, they came out, they fought, and I, I think ultimately just the, the effort plays, uh, I think, was what was the biggest difference for UCLA. Too many careless turnovers by Courtney Ramey. As a matter of fact, that is a career high in turnovers for Courtney Ramey. Um, and you have to go back to his freshman year at Texas when he was – at five turnovers in a game. So, Cordy Ramey didn't really pick the best time to have his most careless game. But still, we've seen a lot of good from Courtney Ramey. Uh, Azulis Tubelis, I thought, even though that he's probably not going to win Pac-12 Player of the Year, that's probably going to go to Jaime Jaquez. For him to have this kind of weekend, I mean, 25-10 and 10 against USC. And then Turner, how much did he have against UCLA? 24-10. and 24-10. and 10. Yeah. So, to, 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 to turn around after, you know, people were kind of doubting where he's at right now, and then 
if he hit a wall and if he's ever going to bounce back. I thought he bounced back in the best way. So even if he doesn't win Pac-12 Player of the Year, I still think for Arizona fans, it's really good to see Azulus Tabellas play at that kind of level again. And then the improvements from Kylan Boswell. Did you know he's 17 years old? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just I just want to make sure. I heard, I heard a rumor. Um, hey, look, when uh, Bruce Pascoe is making that joke in his articles, yeah. you know that it's made its rounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this team has flaws, right? Yeah. I mean, they tripped up against UCLA, whatever. But still, I, you look at the landscape of college basketball, Lee, there's not any team that's head and shoulders above everyone else. So this team has some flaws. Yes, they do need to work on a bunch of things before they get ready for the postseason. But I like this team's chances a lot. I do too, man. And, you know, Arizona got out to a strong start, and then uh, UCLA kind of punched back the way they normally do. Uh, David Singleton for them, I think, uh, had what I would consider one of his career games. But, you know, from my perspective, this is a good good game for Arizona because, you know, UCLA kind of took the momentum from them, and it's a good learning experience about, like, basically kind of – calming things down and not not trying to rush things and UCLA really tried to slow the pace and they did a good job after Arizona got to uh, off to an impressive start but man UCLA had a lot to play for I mean if I I've told this to a couple of people over the weekend and they didn't believe me UCLA has not won the Pac-12 in 10 years 10 years right so yeah. for what you consider a blue blood program Pac-12 uh, UCLA really has not been at the forefront of the conference for a decade. Yeah. And then you you couple that with the fact that Arizona's beaten UCLA three games in a row, and then the player of the you know the year was on the on the table. Yeah, UCLA had a lot to play for. They play tough in their building. I am absolutely hoping we get them in the uh, Pac-12 championship game because from my perspective, UCLA played better that night. Arizona is a better basketball team. And uh, UCLA may get a higher seed, and, you know, who cares where you get seeded. You get seeded, and then it's kind of luck of the draw. But this Arizona basketball team is as good as anyone in the nation. And the only the only team that can beat Arizona after reviewing the regular season is Arizona. Yeah. If they play their game, I think I don't I think it's good. they're going to be very difficult to beat in March. Yeah, well, good news, bad news here, and that's why I say – if Arizona can somehow get through the first two games of the NCAA tournament and they're in that Sweet 16 setting, the lights are turned on them, Yeah, I think they can turn it up another notch and play some excellent basketball. I'm worried that they're going to trip up the first and the second round against you know teams that they should beat. But, I mean, we've seen this team go up against Utah, against Washington State. They tripped up against those teams, right? Sure. And But don't you think the lights are pretty bright in March, no matter who you're playing? Even if it's first or second round, I mean, I get what you're saying. First, yeah, the lights are going to be brighter in the Sweet 16. Um, let's let's get through the Pac-12 tournament. But you know, for as much criticism as the guy gets, right? You gotta you gotta give him credit when credit is due. I mean, I know Courtney Ramey ha- didn't have a good game against UCLA, but the backcourt as a whole has been playing really well the last uh, I'd say six to ten games. And Kirk Creesa, his he's been playing really well. And I'm going to give Kirk Creesa a lot of credit for kind of upping his game. Uh, sh- shooting better, yeah. uh, assisted turnovers better. So I'm 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 very uh, I'm very bullish on this team. And despite the loss Saturday at, at Poly Pavilion, and I think uh, Arizona is going to be just fine going into the Pac-12 tournament and then in March. Uh, so final numbers uh, for Saturday's game against UCLA: Courtney Ramey four points, two for eleven from the field, zero for four from three-point range, had four rebounds, three assists. 
And, of course, uh, career-high six turnovers. Azulus Tubelas, 24 points, 10 rebounds. Kerr Creesa, 13 points. Uh, Pella Larson, 10 points. Kylan Boswell, 14 points for him. He played that, well. That's the thing is, like, even though Arizona lost, that was the silver lining for that game was Kylan Boswell continuing to show his improvements as – by the way, you know he's 17? Okay, okay, we're, okay. We're okay. I just want to – I know. It's, it's, it's an ongoing joke. It's worn out, isn't it? it? No, nah, it, it, not until he turns 18. Then he turns 18, then it's like, okay, whatever. I would call it the new balance of jokes. It's old, man. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's old. <clears throat> but, and Umar Balo, you know, six points and four rebounds. I mean, it wasn't a typical Umar Balo game. Yeah. I mean, Arizona lost by nine and didn't have its best game from one of its starting guards and its center. Yeah. So they'll be okay. You know, just one of those days. You take it day by day. But going back to, to Kylan Boswell, you know, we, we talk about his age, right? However, think about what most kids his age are doing at this point. Getting ready you know, for prom. Getting ready for prom. Yeah. Right. They're getting ready to to graduate high school, and Kylan Boswell is about to play in the NCAA tournament. I I think that's a, a pretty special deal, and and he's mature. I mean, he is so mature beyond his age, and I I think that it's going to only pay dividends for his future next year and the year after that. And honestly, the way he, that he's progressing. I wouldn't be surprised if next year is Kylan Boswell's last year at Arizona. He's that good. Yeah, I mean, you know, perhaps, but I guess again, you want to give Coach Lloyd a lot of credit. He didn't come bring Kylan Boswell here as a 17-year-old freshman that uh, came in a year earlier than he was supposed to and made him, you know, the savior of the team, the five-star state. No, he he developed him over time, and uh, and then. Recently, you can see that progression and 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 the, him getting better is is a testament to how Coach Lloyd and that coaching staff have brought him along slowly over the season. Now he's ready. Now he's playing big minutes at Pauley Pavilion, and uh, he's going to be playing big minutes in March. So now Arizona turns their attention to Las Vegas, where a lot of people from Tucson go to this time of year to cheer on for the Arizona Wildcats, including Spears and Ali. We will be doing our show live from Las Vegas. Is that for sure? Uh, yeah, that's, that's for sure happening. Okay. I still haven't gotten directions. Yeah. yeah. No, we're we're gonna be doing that at one of our affiliates up there in Las Vegas. Wow. So, so they, they got us. A, wake they, up even earlier. They got a st- uh, studio space. Yeah, because we're on uh, Pacific time up there. So yeah. we, we're gonna be going from six to eight a.m. We're gonna well in in, in Vegas, Vegas in Vegas seven to nine a.m. here in Tucson, yeah. but still like. Yeah. That's cool. You it, got you got the first little bit of the show. I, right? Don't cover. worry, Ollie. I'll cover. be I'll be making sure we're we're covered, the no matter thing, what. The one excuse you can't make in Vegas is you can't get an Uber that early in the morning because yeah, you can. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> can. <laughs> but yeah, we all know that Arizona fans certainly pack Las Vegas when it comes to the Pac-12 tournament, and uh, T-Mobile Arena turns into Mikhail Center Super North because Mikhail North is the the arena up in Tempe, but. Uh, Mikhail Supernorth at T-Mobile Arena, Arizona's first-round matchup will be the winner between Stanford and Utah, that 7-10 game. And if you look at Arizona's schedule, Arizona lost to both teams earlier this season, but avenged their loss afterwards. Yeah, revenge. So, and then you could see maybe USC in the semis, and then potentially UCLA in the finals. So. Yeah. Pac-12 is a lot better than people give it credit for. It's going to be a challenge, but uh, I think Arizona's up for it. We need uh, how many teams from the Pac-12? Before we go to headline number two, how many Pac-12 teams do you think are getting in the tournament? I mean, for, in my opinion, I think four teams deserve to go. So other than, obviously, USC and uh, – I'm sorry, UCLA and Arizona, I think USC and Arizona State. 
I have a weird feeling that the Big Ten is going to screw yes, the Pac-12. Absolutely going to happen. They're going to get like 10 teams in. Right. And yeah. they're all going to be out in the first round, exactly. second round. Exactly. Trash. Like clockwork. Overrated. Like clockwork. Overrated. Give, right. me, give me Purdue. I want to be in Purdue's bracket. Let's go to headline number two. 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 Uh, busy day in the NBA, Ali. Phoenix Suns taking on the Dallas Mavericks. And in the first matchup between Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving since being traded to their respective teams, KD got the better end, winning 130 to 126, high scoring affair between the Suns and the Mavericks. Kevin Durant finished with 37 points on 12 for 17 shooting, seven rebounds and three assists. And of course, Phoenix Suns guard Devin Booker once again showing that he's one of the top scorers in the league finishing with 36 points and 10 assists and a little kerfuffle with Luka Doncic there at the end. Waited until, you know, there was a, a few seconds left in the game, made sure that the, the win was in the bag before he went up to, to Luka Doncic's face. And they were, like, getting up close in person. It, it looked like a like a UFC or boxing weigh-in. The, 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 if one of them was sick, the other one was going to be sick. There's some tension were, there between yeah. Luka Doncic and Devin Booker. Some and, people don't Andrew, go their entire life without that kind of tension. Watch this, right? Devin Booker has a propensity to start talking smack only when he's a front runner and the Suns are winning. Go ahead, Justin. Okay. Um, you said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, man, I, I, but I was thinking that it. That was a layup, man. But I was thinking that it. That was an alley-oop from Ali. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I was right. thinking it, though. Oh, yeah. Devin, Devin loves to talk uh, to chirp when, when the game's in the bag, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah and he, he that's what, awesome. Hey, Mike, what Michael Jordan said in the last dance, you know, hey, that's a sign of a good man when they can, when they can talk smack when it's even score or when they're behind. Anyone can talk smack when they're ahead, but when, they're, you know, when it's even score behind, that's a sign of a real man. But listen, De- I thought Devin Booker was fantastic. Despite the, the little incident there with Luka Doncic, I thought Devin Booker – uh, was fantastic. 36 points. He w- he was unbelievable in that game. And Kevin Durant, I mean, so far with his addition, Ali, the Phoenix Suns are undefeated. They're 3-0 with KD in the lineup, 4-1 and since the All-Star break. So, so far, so good with these Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns are the four seed right now. Dallas is one game out of being the five seed. Give me these guys in the first round. Give me Dallas Phoenix in the first round. I'm all in. I'm all, I'm all in on that, oh. too. All right, let's go to the phone lines. If you want to call into the show, 719-1490, 719-1490 is that phone number. And, of course, it wouldn't be a Spears and Ali broadcast without Mark calling in. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing, my friend? I've uh, been better, but good morning, guys, because I can't listen to the show. Uh, I'm way out here at Saddlebrook Ranch, which is by Biosphere in the AM. I, I, it's just, I, I, there is, uh, I don't know, music coming in on top of you and you're fading in and out because the signal. So I bought a radio with a nice antenna and them DeWalt job radios. Mm-hmm. And all I get is a wailing hiss. So hopefully you got something on your thing to where I can get to that podcast because <laughs> other than that, we're done. I, I can't even listen to the show guys later. Thanks Mark. We'll look into it. Appreciate your insight here can you uh go check in with scotty in engineering andrew he's uh, the guy he's the guy with the red shirt that doesn't die in star trek yeah yeah, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> no this, we got to work on the signal let's boost that up i mean he's way out there by biosphere but uh you know that's deep out there that's we can we can boost that am yeah, signal, sure. can't we with 
Even my voice boosts it. <laughs> Pro- probably. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, going back to headline number two, Phoenix Suns getting it done over the Mavericks, 132-126. Big win for the Phoenix Suns. All right, let's go to headline number three. 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 And another Kologar Classic is in the books, Ali. David Toms wins the Kologar Classic. You know, David Toms had the lead going into the final round, and he had a just always had a, a final round boogeyman. He was 0-3 in tournaments when he had the lead going into the final round. Yeah. And then he turned it around. Almost blew it there at the end. Put the wa- put a put the ball in the water there at 18 for the third, third day. straight day. Third, third day straight day. Yeah, 18 is hard. That's a tough hole. That's a tough hole. I, I counted the number of bogeys and double bogeys combined. Saturday it was 37. Sunday it was 36. Yeah. So not a lot of people do well on that hole. But David Tom's nearly blew it there at the end. Robert Carlson almost forced a playoff with a birdie putt. But David Tom's outlasts Robert Carlson by one shot. Wins the Kologar Classic, and more importantly, another year with raising awareness and raising money for kids here in Tucson, and also raising awareness for colorectal cancer and screening. Yeah, it was a great, it's a great week, and uh, you know, David Tom's played excellent despite the the trouble at 18. And Robert Carlson, man, that guy's a stud. I mean, that putt just barely short to yeah. go to the playoff. I mean, Tucson and sports, whether it's the Arizona Bowl or Kologar Classic, it's all about overtime, baby. So uh, we're kind of rooting for it, but happy for David Toms and uh, just a great week at uh, Omni National and uh, looking forward next year, La Paloma. La Paloma Country Club. La Paloma Country Club, Collegar Classic. So it'll be uh, it'll be a, another great week for for Tucson, Southern Arizona, and and, and youth sports in in our community. I'm curious how that's going to go because it's the first time La Paloma has hosted a professional golf tournament. It's so. going to go great because there's a lot of good guys in that group. That are going to be working at it and making sure that it's done right all year long. Absolutely. All right, first segment of our new morning show is in the books, Ollie. How do we do? How about that? We, solid B. I thought we, yeah, yeah solid. solid B. Could be better. Yeah. I'll take some accountability and look back on the film and realize that you know I could have done better, but hey, yeah, solid true. start, partner. I'll give you some accountability too. Okay. All right, solid B. <laughs> Paul Volpe <laughs> from Nova Home Loans, one of our show sponsors, and. Speaking of which, Spears and Ali presented by Nova Home Loans and the Volpe team and Tucson Federal Credit Union, better than a bank, better than your bank. Let's talk to Paul Volpe coming up next about his Arizona basketball fandom and the Kologar Classic. Stay tuned. Spears. Justin Spears, I like that. And Ali. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. We'll be right back on 1490 AM ESPN Tucson. Good morning, Tucson, and welcome back to your sports talk show in the morning here on ESPN Tucson, Spears and Ali. This is your sports talk show, Tucson. The way you Pretty say cool. it, the look on your face, how giddy you are. It just, it, I just it love it. brings I me love so it. much excitement. I know. You've wanted this for a while, buddy. Oh, You've for the longest time. You've wanted this for a while, so now you got it. It's, what you going to do? Because you only got one shot. Is, are you quoting Eminem right I now? Li- I kind of am. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't throw up mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't do that now. Don't do that on me. Yeah. All right, let's bring on our first guest of our new morning shift, Paul Volpe from Nova Home Loans joining Spears and Ali. Paul, what's going on, my friend? How's it going? Good, good. Just just in the office playing some catch up from being at the uh, the golf tournament the last uh, ten days. So hey, I'm gonna got one more day to get out there. So I want to get in the office early to get the day set and go out to finish up cleaning up on me. 
How how was it for you? Because uh, I know you know you've been doing the the Coligar Classic now as a member of the Conquistadors for several years. But how was it like for you this year? It was good. I, I had the fun fun hole. I was in charge of founders, which is top of sixteen, so it was the party hole Tucson style. So it was fun. I I had my sprinter van out there. Slept slept up slept out there for a week in my uh, in my van. So it was good to go home last night and uh, sleep sleep uh, sleep in my bed. So when people hear conquistadors, I know my my radio cohort here and good buddy Ali, he's a conquistador. But from your perspective, what is a conquistador and what does the group do? I mean, we raise uh, money for for Southern Arizona sports, uh, youth sports. Um, you know, we, this is our sixty first year. Um, we've been in Tucson for a long time. Obviously, gold, golf has, has been our focus uh, as part of uh, making sure we have golf stay in Tucson and. Uh, it's an amazing brotherhood. Um, you know, we do good things to the community, uh, meet some great people. Some of my closest friends are conquistadors that I didn't know until I got into the group. Um, this is my seventh year, so it's been uh, it's been quite the quite the ride. Paul, you know, other than being uh, one of the uh, the greatest philanthropists in our community and just overall great guy, and both are true, so don't don't try to dis, you know dismiss it. <laughs> um, you know, you're you're an avid Arizona basketball fan, just like me. Steelers, Arizona basketball, one and two. Our 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 rankings may be different, but it's one and two. Now that the chapter is closed on Arizona's basketball regular season, what are, what is your kind of reflections on this team this year, the 22-23 Cats, uh, as they enter the Pac-12 tournament and into March? Yeah, I mean, we've you know we lost three guys in the draft last year. I think if we uh, we looked at the record we have now and you know finishing where we finished, I think we'd we'd be very happy. I know people are disappointed with some of the results we've had, but you know we lost some stupid games. I think uh, you know the, the the game that we we, we should have lost. Obviously, we lost was Oregon. You know, UCLA last week was tough, but the other games, you know, were were games I think we we could have won and you know be a different different thing. But hey, we're number two in the Pac-12, and if we can get a Two seed or, or three seed likely, you know that's. I think people would be very happy with that. That's a successful season. Yeah, I mean twenty five and six is nothing to sneeze at, right? That just shows you the high expectations our community has for this program, and frankly, a lot of that has to do with what Tommy Lloyd has done his first two years as the head men's basketball coach here. Can you talk a little bit about Coach Lloyd and the kind of culture that he has created around Arizona basketball, continuing the, tr- the tradition of excellence? Yeah, I mean Tommy's just he's he's, he's into Tucson, he got involved in Tucson right away. I mean, he came from, you know, Spokane is, is a kind of a smaller city, but Tucson's got the same feel, and, you know, he's, he's really embraced Tucson. His family has, his wife's awesome, kids are great. Um, you know, obviously, he's very approachable, very normal, down-to-earth guy, and, uh, you know, he's somebody that, you know, I, I talk to often, and he's very easy to talk to. He's not, you know, going to high-step you and, 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 and have his ego uh, there, but he's just a, a good person and, and, a, and a great coach. He seems like a very interesting person because uh, he was on Sports Center not long ago talking about his pickleball game, and I mean, in, in the process, he trashed my pickleball game. But still, like, which you have none. Oh, well, I don't have a pickleball game. Right. You're right. I've never played it ever. So, so fair assessment. So fair assessment. But like, come on, man. Tommy Lloyd didn't have to dog me like that on Sports Center. But anyways, he's a, a really good pickleball player. Have you had a chance to play pickleball with him? Yeah, no, we got, he invited me. I didn't play pickleball at all. And here one day I show up and there's, you know, there's eight of us playing at La Paloma and 
you know, it was intimidating. He had, you know, Dave Hickey out there, Jed Fish. He had the tennis coaches out there. Uh, we had uh, Sean Miller, the real Sean Miller from uh, TCC out there. He's uh, the, the pro. Um, he's the one that's been giving us all the uh, the tips and, and, and whatnot, coaching us on the pickleball court. And Tommy just recently built his own pickleball court at his house, so we had a chance to play him uh, last week uh, in Kristen, his, uh, his, his, his court out there. Wait, are you saying that I know it's not the real, it's the other guy, but are you saying that Tommy Lloyd's pickleball coach is named Sean Miller? It is, yeah, yeah. sure. Pickle was called Pickle. <laughs> also, my tennis pro, also the guy I play tennis with, and uh, I had to change his name on my phone to Tennis Miller. Tennis Miller. Because I was texting yeah, the other Sean Miller about could he play tonight. So, yes. <laughs> and his, his nickname, if he's listening out there, and he might be his Pickle. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's a great dude. Um, That's funny. Paul, turning to the Steelers, I got to ask you: Do we got a quarterback? Is Kenny Pickett the guy? Uh, I mean, we have no. It's going to be interesting. Actually, it's funny. I have my Steelers socks on today, always. So oh, I see that. you out there at Omni later. Yeah, see my Steelers. But I, I, I hope so. It's it's been uh, it's been a rough uh, rough rough season for sure. What time do we have to go out there? By the way, this this is news to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave like. After I listen to you guys talk to Tommy and and be out there for a few hours, I was actually out there last night till about nine o'clock helping out some of the uh, the S and B guys get off get all the product off the course. It was uh, I got my workout in, so it was it was good. But yeah, we'll be there. I don't know, I'll probably be there about nine o'clock, a okay. few hours. You know, get our hours in. So I'll be right behind thing. you, buddy. And uh, you guilted me into it, so I'll be out there. Let me ask you this: since let's just keep it to the Collegar Classic. So the the it's the, the word is out. We're, we're moving the tournament to La Paloma next year. How excited are you yep. about the opportunities that are possible with uh, the tournament going to La Paloma? Great. I think, you know, they're going to play, you know, from what I understand, they're going to play Ridge nine is the first nine and then do a hybrid between Hill and Canyon. And I think it's going to be great because it's center of Tucson up there. Um, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants. You just got to figure out the parking situation, but I heard uh, all the pros are going to have their own uh, golf cart. So Pop One was not a great walking course, as you probably know. But uh, I think the, the Champions Tour will be happy that they're all going to get carts and, and be able to get around the, the course a lot easier than just walking up all those hills. All right, Paul. And so, then you got, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah, you got the you know you got the resort there. I mean, it's a it's going to be it's going to be amazing. And obviously, Omni has been a great partner for a long time, and, and this is going to be a, a, an exciting new chapter for us, and also a challenge too. How do you think it will? I guess benefit fans from going because I, I when I put out the news on Twitter yesterday, some golf fans or people here in Tucson said they weren't really the happiest with the tournament moving from Omni to La Paloma. Well, change is tough. I mean, heck, we we had some change to deal with when we got Tommy as a new coach, so it's going to be okay. you know a, a good challenge. I think it's going to be fresh. Um, you know, with the with the clubhouse there, you know, and I think they're gonna it's going to be a good a cool setup. Um, as well as, you know, we're going to have some cool events at, at the resort itself. And then, you know, you haven't stayed at La Paloma. It's an awesome resort. And uh, we're excited to have them as uh, as a new partner. All right, Paul, before we let you go, it's March. I know this is probably your favorite time out of the year as a diehard Arizona basketball fan. Uh, but when you look back on Arizona in the NCAA tournament, what is the biggest what-if moment for you? I mean, right now, just, you know, stay healthy. Um, obviously, you know, 
Zoo and Omar need to need to need to step up. Zoo's always been stepping up, but you know Omar's got to step up from his UCLA game. You know, Ramey said, you know, they're they're our senior leaders. They need to you know basically control the game on that side. Obviously, Kerr needs to be smart with his passing. Um, you know, and just go in go in uh, fresh and and loose. Um, Tommy lets them play. And, uh, you know, just got that killer instinct. I know it was a tough loss last year against Houston. I know they're going to be a tough team this year, but I hope, uh, you know, they just they, they, they go up to the moment and, uh, you know, we don't have any heartbreaks like we've had in the last few tournaments. But, like, when you look back, though, like in, in the history of Arizona in the NCAA tournament, when you think about, man, what if Brandon Ashley was healthy in 2014? Or what if or what if the referees actually called the foul on Jay Williams in the 2001 championship? He had 11 fouls that game. Yeah. What's, what's your biggest what-if moment, Paul? My biggest what-if moment is uh, our seniors stepping up um, to the plate and taking that leadership. And uh, I think that's that's going to be key there. And you know, as long as they can they step up and, and play well, play good defense, it's going to be key. It's really, you know, the team is, is all about the team. It's not about one player. And, and I think these group of guys, they all love each other. You know, they all get, get along, you know, Pella needs to step up with a D. Um, it's going to be, uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Obviously we're going to, to Vegas on, on, on Thursday, you know, that's going to be a good testament. And that's going to be, I think, uh, a good indicator in how we're going to play in the tournament as well. If they, they can rise at the moment. Paul Volpe, from Nova Home Loans, diehard Arizona and Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Yeah, joining Spears and Ali. Can't wait to check out those socks later. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna love them. I bet you. I, I wore them at that too. You know what, man? Ali Farhan. You know when you're a, you know when you're a Steelers fan. Yesterday I went home and I checked the mail, and a bunch of Steelers stuff came in that I don't remember ordering. That's how much of a Steelers fan <laughs> I'm. Goodness. I'm like I don't remember ordering this at all. But <laughs> hey, I'll take it. All right, Paul. Appreciate your time. Thank you. See you in Las Vegas. I'll wait. I'll, I'll, I'll see you later today, buddy. All right, man. See you soon. Alcohol may have been involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My greatest what-if moment is, I think it was 2012 when we lost to UConn in the Elite Eight. Oh, 2011. 2011. Miller's first uh, or second we, year. Arizona, Derek Williams dominated Duke. Williams gets in foul trouble against UConn, gets two early ones, doesn't really play a lot of minutes in the first half. And Jamel Horn's three-pointer is about an eighth of an inch off. If that goes in... I think Arizona wins the national championship that year because they were just hot. And Jamel Horn's an Arizona legend. Legend. Forever. Yeah. All right, coming up next, speaking of legends, Paul Diaz, longtime fan of Spears and Ali. Just a, just a great dude. Love Paul Diaz. Uh, he is going to talk about his Arizona basketball fandom and also his charitable work. Stay tuned. More Spears and Ali coming up next. I watch every NFL draft because maybe I can go in the sixth round. The Pittsburgh Steelers select. Oh, this is out of nowhere, Mel. Ollie Farhang from Tucson, Arizona? That guy's 50. We don't have any film. It could happen. Ta, 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 ta. I'll tell you what, Ollie Farhang, 50 years old. Yeah, he may not be in his best physical shape, but his maturity, his veteran presence, he'll be a good fit for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mel, Mel, Mel. God, you drive me crazy. You are listening to Spears and Ali in the mornings here on ESPN Tucson, 1490 AM, 94.9 HD, Channel 4, and the Spears and Ali podcast. Let's bring on our next guest, Paul Diaz from DS Management, Arizona basketball booster and supporter of Spears and Ali, joining us here on ESPN Tucson. Paul, how's it going, my friend? Buenos dias. 
<laughs> Buenos dias. Yeah. That's the way you say it. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, Diaz, uh, Justin's like, oh, you know, I always thought Paul Diaz was a conquistador. And I'm like, well, he's not in the group in Tucson, but he's actually a real conquistador because the guy was born in Portugal. So we have a conquistador in Paul Volpe and a real conquistador in Paul Diaz. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, congratulations to you guys. Uh, I, I know that you guys are uh, super excited about this new morning slot and hats off to you guys for all your hard work. And I'm actually surprised. I thought that because of Justin's infamy over the weekend that like he may have softballed us and, Hey, you know what? I got another gig at Disney or ESPN or something. And Ali was going to have to find someone else to do the show for him. But you know, Justin being the humble guy that he is and, and, and the local guy and committed to Tucson, he's still here. So hats off to Justin, man. Appreciate you, Paul. I'm going to be here for, for a little while. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Now you gotta anytime soon. You understand that uh, Paul Diaz is one of my best buddies, and I love him to death. But all of that was really like an underhanded rip on you. You understand? You understand? He was he was totally being sarcastic and and, and ripping on you, right? Really? He's never, a, he's a, never, he's never. He's a secret assassin, man. He's a, <laughs> the guy's... Is he ripping my pickleball game too? Oh man, man! Wait till he gets into your your style choices and your clothing. Um, Diaz, Arizona has just finished this regular season uh, with the loss uh, Saturday against Poly Pavilion. Now it's heading into the Pac-12 tournament um, and, and, and March, March Madness. But when we talk about the book of Arizona men's basketball in 22-23, just regular season, what, what are some reflections you have about this team? You know, I, I think we, we outplayed our talent. Um, and people forget, you know, as, as Volpe said earlier, we lost three guys to the NBA I think uh, that our record is a testament to our coaching, led by Tommy. Um, but he's got an awesome team. You know, we, we've been around the team and, and seen everybody just work together. You know, they're on a they're on a flight between games and they're watching film and they're putting uh, um, uh, plays together. They're just nonstop from from Tommy all the way down to uh, uh, the the managers on the team. It's just a well oiled machine. And, um, you know, this loss in, this loss at UCLA, I mean, it was their senior night. The crowd was fired up. Uh, we hung in there the, and fought till the end. Uh, we played hard. Um, we're going to be fine. You know, as we all know, it's all about, uh, what teams you get lined up with and, and how well that team is playing and how well we're playing. We've got a, We've got as good enough a shot as anyone in the country to win the whole thing. So, We'll see what happens. We got to stay injury free, which we have all year so far, for the most part, and uh, play hard. And I've got a, a high level of confidence in our coach and his staff that uh, he's going to roll out uh, a great team that's going to work hard and uh, be well coached and uh, be in it till till the end. We asked uh, Paul Volpe this in the previous segment. I'm going to ask you this: as a longtime Arizona basketball fan. You know, you, you've been dealing with a lot. You've seen the highs. You've seen some lows. When you look back on what-if moments, right, Jay Williams, what if he got called for a foul in the 01 championship? What if Brandon Ashley was healthy in 2014? What's your ultimate what-if moment as an Arizona basketball fan? Yeah, it, definitely the, the Brandon Ashley um, injury. Um, but, you know, even last year, uh, you know, what if we wouldn't have hit uh, Houston until the Final Four and, and played them a little bit differently and had a couple of more games of uh, a film to watch. Uh, last year, um, I, I think, was a, a, a little bit of an opportunity that was missed. 
But, um, you know, nobody wanted it more than those guys and, and, and that coaching staff. So, um, you know, we as fans sometimes get too hung up in, in what we want and what we need. But when it comes down to it, nobody works harder. Nobody wants to win better than the kids on that court and the staff on that bench. Uh, they're all in. Um, the, the, the amount of sacrifice that they give on a day-to-day basis and working hard and the amount of sacrifice that the families of the coaching staff um, got to give up uh, throughout the whole entire uh, year, um, they should all be commended for it. And, and we, as fans, need to always keep in our minds, no matter uh, what bet you got or, or, or how much you got on the line, that nobody ever wants it more than the kids on that court and the, and, and the coaches on that bench. So for Arizona basketball fans uh, who are maybe unfamiliar with Paul Diaz, I mean, he does a lot of great things in the community, uh, uh, owner of Diaz Management, and he's also the guy that you see courtside wearing the headband at every Arizona basketball game. Paul, what can you tell us about the story of that headband? Uh, you know, one of my favorite players uh, uh, has always worn number 25, whether it was Steve Kerr or currently Kerr Carissa, and... Um, you know, headbands are back in, and um, I use a headband not only at games, but some other um, times in my life when things get hot. Um, I'll leave that up to your imagination. Oh, wow. And uh, you know what? Uh, uh, it's just kind of part of my game, and I, I actually forgot it one game, and I thought the world was coming to the end, to an end because everybody from the ushers to the, the fans behind me were like, dude, where's the headband? And I actually <laughs> left it at home. So Emoy had to go into the locker room and get me a backup so that we could continue to play the game because they weren't going to tip off unless I had a headband on. So now I know better. I've got one in the I've got one in the glove box, one in my back pocket, one in every uh, jacket pocket so that I never show up without a headband. Wow, Brian Brigger to the rescue as always. Uh, Paul, before uh, and, and just like a little under the radar, really funny joke Diaz just told, but we'll, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll talk to you about it later <laughs> off the air. Uh, Paul, before we let you go, the last time we actually had you on the show, you were getting ready for your Kicks for Kids charity event uh, at one of your uh, new restaurants here in town, and uh, several members from the Arizona basketball team came out there and gave kids here in town some kicks, some shoes. Uh, what can you tell us about how that event went and what else you have in the works? Uh, so it went great for the first year. We uh, we fumbled on some things and uh, learned from it. Uh, we'll continue to do it every year between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But um, I've got a uh, a pretty intense uh, shoe addiction, and um, so I, I it was actually my wife's idea. She's like, you know what? We should give away um, some shoes for kids as a way of giving back to the community. My my daughters have both gotten into uh, shoes, and you know they infamously say that you know what, Dad. It doesn't matter uh, how much weight you put on or, or what happens uh, in life. When you put on uh, a new pair of kicks, they always fit good and they always make you feel better. So we wanted to pass on some of our love for shoes to um, some uh, local kids in the community. So, yeah, they showed up at the restaurant. They got to pick a pair of kicks uh, from our collection, and we bought them uh, dinner, and they got to hang, hang out with the, uh, with the team and had a really good time. Um, side story. Uh, just real quick, funny, uh, a couple of the guys are like, hey, Paul, can you give us a behind-the-scenes tour of the restaurant? So I had these big, giant, seven-foot kids walking through the kitchen at McDonald's, uh, checking out the uh, behind-the-scenes thing, and it was uh, it was definitely a sight to see them ducking 
around monitors and around electrical cords and things of that nature. So I uh, had a blast and we'll continue to do it um, as long as we're blessed and a part of the community that we're in. And uh, yeah, we'll do it every year. So, you know, Paul, before we let you go, you know, as big of an Arizona basketball fan, you are, you're also one of, you're the biggest San Francisco 49er fan I know. So they had an amazing story uh, this year with Brock Purdy, the seventh round pick, Mr. Irrelevant, kind of leading that team towards the end of the year. They've invested a lot in a guy like Trey Lance who got injured earlier in the year. Who's the starting quarterback for the 49ers in 23? You know, that's a great question. Uh, ho- hopefully whoever it is, they can uh, uh, sustain a punishment uh, uh, of a whole season and, and lead us to a victory in the long run. You know, I get that question a lot, like who you behind, who you're a fan of. I'm a fan of whoever the quarterback is on my team, whoever's putting on a jersey for that uh, for that game. And, and again, um, I, I, I'm not one of those fans that likes to second-guess uh, whoever puts on uh, – puts on that jersey and is the quarterback, is my quarterback, and I'm going to support them any way I can and cheer them on and uh, keep it positive and uh, see what happens. So uh, between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, I think uh, we're in good hands, and we've got a great team. We've got a, a few free agents, but nothing big. So uh, the majority of our team will be back. We've got to lock up Nick Bosa long-term, and uh, I think we've got a great team. Paul Diaz from Diaz Management and longtime Arizona basketball fan and booster joining Spears and Ali on ESPN Radio. Paul, once again, appreciate your time and looking forward to seeing you out there in Las Vegas, my friend. Hey, this this 6 a.m., I don't know if you thought this through, Justin, but Ali at 6 a.m. in Vegas, you know you're on your own, right? Or it's going to be a little ugly, so (laughs) bring the warm green tea or whatever you got to get them in the morning, but uh, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be the guy in the band that just says, yeah, after every time he does a line. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was an animal house. I'm just be like, da na 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's going to be da na 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 By the way, Volpe, I'm not going to get the image out of you and the other circumstances you wear the headband out of my head for a while. So thanks for that. Hey, listen. So it's that. So, you know, this guy, Mark. Up by the uh, uh, the uh, the sphere. Yeah. Uh, the answer is put on a headband and drink more McDonald's coffee, and the signal will come through just fine. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Paul, appreciate your time. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Love you, man. Tell the me, best, man. Sausage McMuffin with egg, grape jelly on one side. Ketchup on the other side. It's the greatest McDonald's hack of all time. Just try it. It's delicious. Oh, man. All right, coming up next, let's talk about the NFL Draft Combine and how Tucson native B. John Robinson performed. More Spears and Ali coming up next. Spears. Justin Spears, I like that. And Ali. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. We'll be right back on 1490 AM ESPN Tucson. Text ESPN Tucson to 95938 to join the ESPN Tucson Mobile Club. You'll get updates from ESPN Tucson about events, deals, contests, and alerts that you absolutely need to know about. Message and data rates may apply. Coming up in hour number two of our first morning edition of Spears and Ali, we got Arizona men's basketball coach Tommy Lloyd joining the show. So make sure you tune in for that as the Arizona Wildcats get ready for the Pac-12 tournament. We'll talk about a number of things with Tommy Lloyd, like his pickleball game and him 
absolutely diminishing my pickleball game in the process. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, if you've never but, played, how can you diminish something that you can't do? It's well, like, hey, hey, like happy, saying, happy Gilmore yeah. didn't play golf, and they put him on the golf course, and look what he did. Yeah. So you never know. I, I think, man, it's like uh, if I give you a hard time because you can't dunk a basketball, you can't dunk a basketball. Okay, that's fair. Maybe with a trampoline. Yeah. I would love to see you on a trampoline trying to dunk, dunk a basketball. basketball. <laughs> that might have to be a video promo. <laughs> yeah. You put a cape on him. Ginger man. <laughs> Tape bread to him. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the NFL Draft Combine took place this past weekend in Indianapolis, and Tucson native, former South Point Catholic star. You you coached him, right? I was one of the coaches on the staff, yes. Yeah. You, yeah. So you know how special Bajan Robinson is, uh, right? Anyone who's watched football over the last couple of years knows how special of a talent uh, Bajan Robinson is. Better and human being than a football player. I will no doubt. continue to espouse that because it's the truth. Like, far better human being than football player. And he's a great football player. And he tested very well at the NFL Draft Combine. His 40-yard dash, 4 4 six. Not that, bad. That's his final time. Not bad for um, for Bijan Robinson. What's he rocking now? Like two thirty? What's his weight? Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Man, he's solid. Yeah. That's the kind of kid that like the when he's a freshman in the weight room, and he's just kind of lift. I'll remember this because this is the last time I woke up at five o'clock in the morning to do anything was to go to weight room at South Point, and he's lifting one thirty five with the other freshmen. And it's like Bijan, let's put some more weight on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like doing 10 reps of 225, never lifted a weight in his life. I mean, some people just were touched at birth. and uh, But like I said, he's just a better human being. And, you know, kudos to him for going to the combine and doing everything. He didn't wait for his pro day. He did every single drill. Uh, my brother, uh, Amir, asked a really good question this morning of me. How do you get the job of being the guy that throws the football to the running backs? Like handoff and like throw the swing routes and all that. At the combine? At the combine. It's a lot of pressure, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's almost like being the guy throwing to the the dudes at home run derby. Yeah. Well, that's the coaches. That's the pitching yeah. coaches. Or in in some cases, like their dads. Yeah. So. So Bijan Robinson, by all accounts, and you know, for those of you that don't know me, I am a draft nerd. I watch the fifth, sixth, and seventh round more intently than the first two rounds. Bijan Robinson is going to be a first round pick, and he'll be the third first round pick ever from Tucson, Arizona. The other two being John Fina, also from South Point Catholic, and Mike Dawson, who played at Tucson High. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about Mike Dawson. Well, there you go. Oh, well, I knew that John Fina you, was, but now you know, Mike buddy. Dawson, heck yeah. Yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. All right, coming up next on Spears and Ali, Tommy Lloyd, Arizona Wildcats basketball coach, calls in as the Arizona Wildcats prepare for the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas. We'll talk to Tommy about his team entering the postseason, his pickleball game, and, of course, March Madness. Then we'll also get into what's going around in the NBA. Hour number two of Spears and Ali coming up next right here on ESPN Tucson.